0: To the uh, um, some episode. Who knows which one it's going to be. <laughs> this could be the first. Take, it could be the last. You know? We can't be know. too sure. <laughs> we will never know. Um, of Only Friends, the podcast. Ooh, ooh. My name's Alexa. Ooh.
1: Brian.
0: Sarah. And that ringing noise, clanking noise, is our noisy neighbors from upstairs.
1: <laughs> Can't confront them because they, we don't want them to confront us.
0: Exactly.
1: Non confrontation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think, first of all, we'll just introduce ourselves. My name is Alexa. I'm 25. I work in marketing, um, I live in Albany, New York. You know, just the Paris of New York, you Pretty know, <laughs> the Paris of New York. Jeez. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, and these are my two best friends. Brian, I know from high school. Miss Sarah, I know from college. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Brian.
1: Um, my name is Brian. I also am from Albany, New York, upstate New York. Um, I'm 25 I work in finance right now and I also part-time as a bartender on the weekends you know all we the fun. love
0: her yes we truly love her I always
1: make them drinks but they never really want to try them that's um, false well, when I make them at work you guys are okay trying them but I when I make them at home you guys are like mm, I don't know
0: I mean I'm the only one having a beverage tonight so we
1: are on a cleanse
0: this is unheard of let's just put that out there.
1: <laughs>
2: My name is Sarah. I'm doing sober January. I'm the- I am dry <laughs> January. Uh, I'm, I'm only oh, I'm only it?
1: doing like two weeks, a two week cleanse with my friend. To basically, we're gonna go vegan and no drinking,
0: so. except for cheese, dairy, and yeah, uh, tuna. I mean, he's that going vegan. I'm going
1: vegetarian. I'm- I had tuna by accident the other day, but we're moving on. This is, we're keeping you accountable here. I know, exactly. Well, who is this lovely creature? Oh, yeah. What a segue. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Speaking of tuna, no, <laughs> My name is Sarah. Um, these guys call me Adamo. That's my last name. Just putting all my personal information out there. It's fine. I'm 25 years old. I'm from Staten Island, New York. Um... You know, the armpit of America, essentially. <laughs> um, I moved nowhere up here. Nowhere near close to the
1: Paris of New York. <laughs> yeah.
2: Nowhere near as close. Um, I moved up here with these guys a couple months ago. We're all living together. Roommates. Living the dream. It is truly amazing.
0: <laughs> it really is. I
1: mean, to be honest, we started this podcast because we were kind of bored. And, you know, it wasn't actually truly amazing up here. Um,
0: I would say more so we started this podcast um, because we're very 2020 and, like, who hasn't? Yeah, true. So, you know, it's very 2020 of us. Do you know
1: anyone that started a podcast in 2020? Honestly,
0: no, but I think that's just, like, the running joke on yeah. the internet is that, like, everyone and their mom has started a podcast. Is but, it? Like, personally, I don't know anyone other than, like, my friends who, like... Already has a media conglomerate. Yeah, conglomerate.
1: conglomerate. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> that was a very intense word to use, but I guess it's true. I don't know. I
1: don't, know. Um, <laughs> I don't think I think I know one person that started a podcast during quarantine.
0: Well, don't plug them. This is about us. <laughs> I
1: honestly, but I know him like by association. Like I met him at a party like like a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. Or like and I think he talks about like finance. I don't know.
0: Mm. we should have him on here
2: not
1: in, not <laughs> interested no thank you
2: <laughs> I spend all my money okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I know how to spend my money you don't have to tell me how to do it. <laughs> Sarah, what about you? Do you know anyone that started a podcast? No,
2: I don't know anyone. I, everyone thinks this is like the coolest idea ever, though, and they're really excited to come on really? the show. My so. Really, my family told me I
1: was like, my family thinks it's weird. Really, my mom was like, why are you starting a podcast? Oh, but
0: then she saw our logo. <laughs>
1: yeah, then she saw our um like our caricature drawing, and she was like, this is kind of legit looking. And yeah, I was like, we don't mess around. We'll- When we put our mind to something, we're going for it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and I think the idea was kind of born out of 2020 and quarantine and how this year has been super isolating for a lot of people. Um, And we kind of just want to be that safe, fun, uh, pregame to your weekend. If you're feeling a little alone and isolated, we're here to have a happy hour with you, chit chat, and, you know, Get the weekend started.
1: Hell yeah. My goal for the podcast is just, um, you know, something to do. I think it's something that, you know, is going to be good for us as a family unit.
2: So I think we can all agree that uh, 2020 was a weird year. And I think it's going to stick with us and resonate with us for a little while. But I think it's also important, like, you know, we move past that. So just getting on the topic of 2021, which has already seemed a little bit 2020 to me. Yeah, a little Um, bit. What are you guys excited for in 2021?
1: I mean, I'm just excited for, personally, I think um, we kind of ended 2020 2020 with some hopeful, I think, things in, like, the medical fields, i.e. the vaccinations. I'm hoping that if everyone just continues to, like, you know, do what we're told to do and kind of think of everyone else... I'm hoping that maybe hopefully by the end of next year, you know, that we can kind of somewhat get back to a sense of normalcy whatever that looks like. I miss being able to like hang out with my friends, go places, Dude. travel. Um I mean, I understand that those are all things that are kind of beyond your control at this point. Um but I'm just looking forward to that and I'm hopeful and I think that's kind of what's getting me through the year. Um okay. but I think that's during but I will say I think during 2020 I learned um like, to do things, like, on a smaller scale, like, you don't always have to be, like, be going away every single weekend, because I would (laughs) usually go away most weekends, um, and just, like, hang out with people, and, like, go to, like, New York City or something like that, not New York City so much often, but I would go up and, like, visit our friends in, like, Saratoga, and I would visit my friends in Buffalo for, like, a couple weekends, um, it's kind of fun to stay here, but, like, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to go to a beach.
2: Oh my god, I'm just looking forward to like music festivals oh, and yes. like going to the movies. Like I miss that shit so much. And I got a gift card for that. Um, the movies? Yeah. I
1: haven't been to the movies we in like to go. three <laughs> years. I haven't been to the movies in three years. I
2: used to love going to the movies. The One movies of my favorite awesome. activities. And someone was saying this at work today, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this too. This is a little off topic, but kind of have to deal with this. Um, You ever, like, watch TV now, like, Netflix or whatever, and, like, you see crowds and you're like, why aren't they
0: wearing masks? All the time. time. I'm like, it it looks so weird to me. (laughs) Especially in stuff that you know, like, got filmed past COVID. I feel like I watch it and I'm like, what are you doing?
1: Really? I haven't, like, dug that deep into them. Yeah, It makes me
2: feel so uncomfortable. I'm like. Yeah. And that kind of, like, makes me think, like, are we ever gonna get? I mean, I don't mean this in like a negative light, but right, like Debbie no i'm just like thinking to myself like what are what is the future of like festivals gonna look like because that's like such a part of me like i love going to festivals i love like being in crowds
1: i mean honestly we'll I don't see like, what's gonna happen we'll see honestly i'm just like as i mean rave
2: culture I'm... you wear those masks anyway i suppose <laughs> oh right thank god right i mean right. i don't know Aww. i'm not
1: like super big into rave culture i mean i like edm music but i don't like where i don't have like too many of the beats Plur. Things.
0: <laughs> yeah. is I'm not a big music festival person to be honest
1: you'll go to concerts though. I will I will. Yeah. But I
0: don't think like to be honest I'm just like kind of cheap in that way and I also like am not like the kind of person who's gonna like stay in a tent for the weekend <laughs> see like that so um, I just don't like that stuff I... I think the one music festival I have been to is when I was in um Switzerland. i went to a music festival where like lenny kravitz was the headliner oh that's cool which was actually lit yeah, <laughs> like that it sounds was really fun. he was so good he I was like, like I'm I and i was like that's me <laughs> that sounds good <laughs> it was good I,
1: the only i mean the only festival that i've really been to i've been to it a couple of years in a row was on electric forest but i went to oh, electric yeah. forest when it was four four days straight it wasn't like the two two day uh weekends oh yeah yeah i went when it was four days straight and i was there from like for like 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 probably like five days honestly because of like travel and stuff and we drove through the night it was oh, yeah. great Mm-mm. so much fun in the middle of the night concerts would get i think they would start at like noon and they would end at like four or five oh, in the morning yeah. i needed yeah. to sleep more
2: than that bonnaroo, yeah. once you got into bonnaroo the concert never to to ended yeah. you were literally it, the farm was open all night like you never had to really leave if you didn't want to to go yeah. back to your campsite but i was there for a week oh oh yeah baby i had to clean up after to pay for my ticket Oh, no you went. Oh, money. oh,
1: you went as like a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a friend that did it. I just paid the ticket. <laughs> yeah,
2: we had no money. We had just graduated college. I was eating potatoes in college for every meal. I was like, I want to go to Vonner, but I have no money, and this literally paid for my entire ticket. So. Hey, you made it it's happen. True. Hey, yeah. why not?
0: You really, it was Potatoes and Nikolai that you got off of. <laughs> so. Which is also Potato.
1: <laughs> she just was oh a real goodness. big potato that
0: semester. You could say this. You could say this.
1: <laughs> what are you looking forward in 2021, Lex?
0: Oh, I don't really know. I feel like, in general, I don't think, like, as, as hopeful as I want to be, this stuff isn't going to look the same as it do- did, like, two years ago. Well, yeah. So there's that. Um, so I, I feel like I'm trying to be realistic about it. This sounds so bad, but I'm kind of excited just to have, like, a normal work day. <laughs> what? But, <laughs> like, no, sorry. Kidding. I understand. <laughs> me too. Are you kidding? I, like, like I mean, yeah. Like you, you especially, you're not even doing your job right now. No. You can't fly. So that's a huge thing. But yeah. for me, like, the girls at my job, we're all very close. And it's, like,
1: yeah. kind
0: of sucky because we used to go to happy hour after work, kind of what we just talked about. That was something really fun that we haven't done in over a year now. And I I miss it. Yeah. You know? For
2: sure. I know. There's something about normal, man.
1: You know, I don't even know miss what, it till it's gone. I don't even know what normal is, honestly, at this point. I think
2: that like, that is, like, the <clears throat> important thing about being appreciative of what you have in the moment. Because you never know what that next day, hour, yeah. week is going to bring to you. So it's like you may have thought like a a year ago like obviously that was an amazing day but like i think that you are probably so much more appreciative
0: of it now oh that like oh yeah you know that you can't do it right now it's true it's one of those things that i always like to think of this quote is from the office so like sorry if you don't care about the office but like andy always said he was like at the end of the season he was or series he was like I wish I knew what the good old days were before you had to leave them. You're
2: gonna make me start
1: wasn't crying. That, wasn't that like everyone's like senior year quote in like their high school year? It, it just,
0: I remember specifically <sighs> in college, people are like, I cannot get, wait to get out of this black hole. And I was like, and you and me specifically, we were like, no, we were going to Alley Cats every single night that we can until we graduate.
2: We literally went. And we ham. just lived
0: it up. And like, I, I feel like that's so important then and especially now is that like, even though we're missing so much, like, there's going to be one day that I'm going to miss the days that we were stuck in the house 100%. and just played board games. Like out of nowhere, we just got really into board games and like Brian and I would watch Mama Mia two times a week just because we could like just stuff true. like that. One day Very we will true. miss it, even though it's kind of a an effed up time in history. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I don't think I'll ever miss it. Oh, I, Brian. I, think, I think I think I think one thing is, though, that I've learned, like I said, that I can be content where I am. So yeah. I think it's taught me, like, okay, we should do definitely a lot more, like, activities, like, with each other, like, whether it be, like, game night or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I desperately want to get back to the times where you would get, like, a text from your friend and would be like, hey, do you want to meet up for a drink real fast? And you would go, you would go, and then it would end up that you got, spent an entire weekend out with your friend. <laughs> <laughs> um i just missed that like the spontaneity the spontaneu- this?
0: spontaneity
1: spontaneity that is a hard word spontaneity i think
0: spontaneity. i even said that. spontaneity yeah, I, was about to say, I think i even said that wrong when yeah i, I
1: missed the spontaneity of it all honestly just <laughs> we're, like
0: <laughs> we're gonna get comments be like you're still saying it wrong. <laughs> i think I think
1: I, I think I honestly am spontaneity
0: spontaneity what why, why am do I you saying sound it southern an accent?
1: spontaneity <laughs>
2: the more you say it the it sounds. fuck
1: (laughs) but i i mean honestly like i'm looking forward just to be able to like get up and go whenever i choose again because like i did enjoy that freedom of it so i think it's time that we talk about something that we're all experiencing um all of us right here are 25 so we are in like the prime time of building our careers as young adults and young professionals
2: the truth um
1: And I'd like just to know, um, when, because we did a activity in kindergarten where we had to decide what we were going to be when you were a kid, what you wanted to be. Is that what you ended up as? Did you always want to be in social media marketing? I don't think I always wanted to be in finance. I don't think so. I
0: definitely did not because social media marketing did not exist Exist. in 1995. Or two thousand, <laughs> whenever. Or, or. Yeah. Um. So I, when I was younger, I think the one that was probably like the longest time that I wanted to be was because you know you change things all the time. All the You're time. Like, yeah. I want to be a dog, and next day you want to be a firefighter. You know. <laughs> yeah. But for me, the longest period of time I wanted to be a child psychologist. Oh wow. Um. And that's because. How old were you though? I was literally like four when I said that. Really. Until like a very long, like a very long time, because I mean. I actually told someone today this that didn't know this about me, but I had epilepsy when I was younger yes. um, for a really long time, and I had, tr- I had a learning disability because mm-hmm. of it, cognitive functions and all that stuff. Um, so I, I had a hard time dealing with my teachers and them kind of being mean to me when I was little. Um, mm-hmm. So I really wanted to be a child psychologist. school. Yeah, for real. It was a Catholic oh, school. Don't you love I Catholic, school. You to, Catholic so to be honest, school. I worked for them after like 20 years. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <I> <laughs> gotta about that, that back, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know? But yeah, I really wanted to help kids like me. So yeah. for the longest time when I was little, I wanted to be a child psychologist. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of followed that path in college. But I like really was afraid to commit to a career path. And I remember it was like the end of sophomore year, and they were like, "You have to declare a major," oh, and were I was you like, "Undeclared." Yeah, I was undeclared oh, till wow. like the very last second, and I was like, "What um, would be the easiest things?" To the easiest degree to get that is closest to what, like, yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, so I was like, okay, the easiest thing for me would, and and still along with my interests, I'm not like going and just being like, oh, I'm gonna be a history major. Oh, that's No, like I I had to like pick something that I was most interested in, and it was like the easiest to achieve because I didn't want to be a five year student. Yeah, um, so I decided to, um, public relations major. And a minor in human development. So I had that aspect because I'm a very social person, um, which I actually think helps with my job now um, is understanding how people feel and how they think and Mm -hmm. how to like get them to think the way that you want them to think. There is a psychology about like the buying process. Oh, there's a. Which is like really interesting to a woman like me, but probably not most people. But it, it really, there is a psychology of getting people to like, trust your brands and want to interact with your brands and like going out of the way to like socialize and promote your brand and all that stuff which yeah. is related but that's the path i took
1: yeah what about you adama what did you want to be when you were up oh my
2: god uh, i have gone through so many <laughs> changes of what i wanted to be Ch-ch- and changes. even and even up until beautiful song. the
0: <laughs> We love your Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. I remember they're like change. Yeah. That's... <laughs> that's not Shrek though. Who the fuck <Ch-ch-ch-ch-s3>
2: sings that for changes. real? Damn. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> it's in Shrek though. It is in is it? Shrek. It might be in Shrek too. It's.
1: It's probably in Shrek too. Yeah. All
2: right. Now that we've covered Shrek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we told you we were gonna get off topic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I was really little, I think I wanted to be like. Um. I always used to write down artist or chef. Mm-hmm. Like I always used to write that down. And then once I got to high school, I was like, I want to be a photographer. Mm, that didn't work out. And then I went to college, or my senior year of high school, I was like, <laughs> I was loving on AP Bio. I was like, I was Whoa. loving biology. I was in mm. AP Bio. I was like, I think I want to be um, a marine biologist or mm-hmm. um, some sort of person that works with animals. Like, I was super about that life. Yeah. Um, so... I chose Oswego because they had a. They were literally the Lake only. <laughs> they were the only state school that had a zoology major, and so I went into Oswego as a zoology major. Doesn't
1: Cornell have a zoology like SUNY program? I'm pretty sure they. Not no, that's SUNY, agriculture. Though. Never mind. Sorry.
2: Yeah, but not SUNY. SUNY agriculture. and Cornell is different no price. SUNY. Yeah, different price. Met very different prices. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I went to Oswego for zoology, and then my first semester, I drank so much alcohol, I got <laughs> so fucked up um, all the time, that I got a 1.3 GPA. What? I actually didn't know that. One. Yep. And... I was like, okay, like maybe I need to be a little bit more realistic with my goals here because Mama can't do chemistry all of a sudden. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Did you, like, and mom fail was not giving
1: classes? up the jungle juice. I was not giving up Did the jungle. Did you like fail all your classes your freshman year? Um
2: I got like C's in every like Cs, C minuses, and then I got an F in calculus. Which I did end up retaking, and I did get a B plus. So, yeah, yeah. 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 We love the growth. So then at that point, I was like, okay, um, I'm going to do business admin. So then I went, and I did business admin for a while, but then I realized that I really loved marketing. And I ended up switching to marketing, and it was a little bit more challenging because there was more math involved in marketing and, like, statistics, which I actually enjoyed.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. It's I the analytical take, side. I'm oh, not okay. about that like side. Data, yeah. like, I'm more okay. creative. That's okay. I
0: don't yeah. touch the anal- analysis part. Yeah,
2: it was it was analytical in that sense. I had to take cal- I had to take calculus for marketing. I had to take stats one and two. Um, I had to take some of those. You know, like I had to take marketing research. So there were classes in there that were like not easy. But I enjoyed the major as a whole. Yeah. And then um, I graduated. I worked two different, two completely different jobs in Manhattan. I worked in recruiting, I worked for a startup, and then all of a sudden I realized the only thing that I like to do in this life is travel. Like, I was making money working these jobs in the city, and I was, like, just spending them on traveling. Like, that's all I really wanted to do. And I was like, what can I do that is a job that pays me to travel? And I was like, oh, a flight attendant. And then I applied, and here I am. And I literally will never go back to a normal job ever again in my Mm -hmm. life. I literally get paid to travel the world that's beautiful and i can do it for free on my off time so it's pretty much everything to me it's the only thing i live for
1: how much it i'm co- dying right now much, oh, wait so <laughs> i remember you mentioned like what is it called like buddy pass or something like that
2: oh so like we get it's the um, only
1: reason we invited you to move in here <laughs> by the way <laughs>
0: Honestly, we're both fighting for your flight all right
2: my <laughs> aviation friends out there can agree that buddy passes absolutely suck like
1: oh really yeah my oh. parents fly
2: for free on a good pass and then i choose a buddy every year that flies on a good Your pass. sister doesn't fly either well i replaced my sister with someone um last oh. year oh. we won't
1: go down that but like I,
2: I figured it would be like immediate family that's the thing oh it it i basically it's you get a travel companion so you get your parents and you get one travel companion mm. if it's your spouse it's going to be your spouse but since I'm not married, I had it my sister the first year and then the second year I uh, gave it to someone else. And it doesn't really matter either way because we're you, not. But using you can't it like right change now. it in the
1: middle of the year, you said. Yeah. I have to
2: change it every year. But yeah. that's the gist
1: of that. Mm-hmm. It's like open enrollment, but
2: it's, it literally is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, what about you, Brian?
1: Um, I think this is gonna sound so stereotypical and I it, I know it was either a police officer, a fireman, <laughs> or a doctor. Because I remember in kindergarten, they made, like, part of our, one of our big projects was that they gave you a big sheet of paper and you literally lied down on it and your teacher traced you out. Oh,
0: my, oh my God. God. Wait, I remember too. Yeah, this. yeah. Well, we went to the same school this.
1: district, so. Yeah. And you would draw in, like, what you wanted to be. So you would, like, do the background, but, like, you could draw yourself as, like, a police officer or a doctor or a nurse or, like, anything, really. And I think I did one of those three because I think it was, like, all the other boys in my class were doing it. And I was, like, I don't know what to do. Like, (laughs) I I really don't know what to do. I had no – I didn't really have any, like, too many, like, solid interests at that point. Um, As a five-year-old? As a five-year-old. And then just, like, throughout, like – like, I was always really good in school. um, But, like, I really didn't, like, think about, like, the future, like, until, like, maybe, like, I think, like, maybe ninth grade, like, in high school. And I was, and they were like, "Oh, what are you interested in?" And I was always very interested in like um, homes. Like I love architecture. Um, my um, my biggest thing, like whenever I go on vacations, like I always love to do walking tours because love. I love to look at like the architecture oh, yeah. of the city and how everything's built. Um, I took like an AP art history class when I was in high school.
0: Do you remember I used to visit you during yeah, that class? Yeah, you used to come. It and... was so random. Well, because there,
1: there was like 10 people in the class and it was at the very end of the day.
0: And it was all my friends. And it was all class.
1: her friends and it was literally this prof- this teacher. He was so nice. Ooh. His name was Mr. Riley. He was very mild-mannered, very okay. quiet man. But it was the last period of the day And it was like he had the most soothing voice and he literally would just shut the room off like in lights and he would just go through slideshows and he would explain things and go through histories and it was very relaxing. I very much fell asleep in that class a couple times because it was like it was I, had it, I, had it, I had it I had I had it right after relate. lunch so literally like I ate and all of a sudden like he's like ASMRing like hit me through like Roman art history and I'm just like oh my god this is beautiful that
0: must be a thing with art history teachers though because I it's also amazing. took an art history class yeah. in, in college and my friend Danny can attest, like my he was the sweetest man ever but like this <laughs> professor used to like call me out because i mean i took it while i was pledging <laughs> and he would be like alexa wake up and oh I, I i never did that before but yeah it was art history too alexa and then,
1: so i um so okay, topic. yeah so i when i was in high school i was like i want to be like an architect um and i did like i don't remember what year it was but i did like a like a quote-unquote internship when i was in like high school with like a local like firm mm-hmm. and it was really cool um it kind of stunk though because the guy literally just like i mean it was cool to, like their office cool, but stunk no but their offices are always super nice they're always downtown central super industrial very nice mm-hmm. and they work on some really cool projects but like as an intern with like actual no like technological like background to anything they pretty much just like give you a bunch of like floor plans and they're like oh show us where this is show us where this is identify where this is like you're really not doing anything yeah
2: they're trying to give you yes. some like yes. knowledge of the
1: topic. Yeah, they're like Maybe basically learning. something. Yeah, pretty much. So when I, so I went to Ithaca and the thing is like when you go to like architecture school, um if you go from like basically freshman year, if you do the fast track version, you have to basically start freshman year and I think you go five full years.
2: Yes. My my really yeah. good friend back home uh, did an architecture program. Yeah. Shout out Juan. And he, Juan. he did a five-year program. Yeah. And yeah. that's
1: a fast track. And those are really hard programs to get yes. into. And I didn't really have like a portfolio. So I ended up going to Ithaca because they had an architectural stu- – I think it was called Architectural Studies. But it was basically a precursor that I could, pl- I could apply for like architecture school. Okay. I kept on doing that. And then I took a semester off my sophomore year. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna take like some of my core classes I need for like my because I was going to like the community college at home. And I was like, let me take some of my core classes, like my math and my science classes. Little did I know that you had to take physics.
2: Oh, for architecture. Yeah. Oh, that kind of makes sense. sense. Yeah. I actually, I mean, it makes physics. it makes absolute
1: <laughs> sense. Um, I tried to take physics in high school and I had to get a doctor's note to get out of it so I could take <gasps> plant science. Wait, really? Yeah, I was having anxiety attacks. Oh my
0: god. I because didn't they don't use that.
1: numbers, they don't use numbers. They use
0: like It's all letters. Yeah,
1: can't get into it. My brain just does not wrap around it. Yeah. So I tried to take it for well, a second time. Well, they do use time. numbers.
2: You plug the numbers into the letters. Wait. Yeah. I like was <laughs> sh- but You got to
1: guess. It's like Sudoku and like a word problem. It's crazy. I was
0: scared of physics in I'm high terrified. school so I didn't take it cuz my sister Thule, it's who's hard. like way smarter than me had a very hard time with it and I literally did the worst thing ever in chemistry so I took forensic science yeah and if you know move. me I love true crime so yeah. I was lit in that class yeah so I and, then, and
1: then I <laughs> oh my God. Then I got done I transferred to U Albany and I basically literally did the same thing as U Lex where they were like okay what's your major and I was like well when I got the most credits in and it turns out, I actually really did enjoy the classes. I got a degree in cultural anthropology, specializing in gender and sexuality studies.
2: I still can't pro- wrap yeah. my head around that. To yeah. be quite frank, I mean, I can, yeah. but I'm just like, how the hell did you end up in banking?
1: I, yeah, <laughs> and I end, and I ended up in banking now. She
0: spoiled it. He's in banking oh.
1: now. <laughs> well, no, I think I think of anything like basically a lot of my like when I was studying my undergrad, um, a lot of it was mostly like paying attention to detail. So, like, I'm a very huh. detail-oriented person. Um, banking, I mean, it's not that hard. Like, it's like I do a lot of, like, the back-end stuff. So, like, I don't usually have to negotiate with people. I basically make sure – I get I get packages and I make sure that they work and I, I organize them so that they work and yep. I fix things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of how it works. Isn't my – you know, it's it's good. I like it for now. But, I mean, you know, if I won the lotto, um, I swear to God. I'm quitting my job. I'll never I'm...
2: fall in
0: love. <laughs> oh Podcast is sponsored by Machine Gun Kelly.
1: <laughs> literally, I was just talking. All of a sudden, Lectures goes, i never fall in love.
0: <laughs> I've been singing that song since I got home because it was playing yeah. on the radio. And if I, I just win... find it so funny. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> if
1: I win the lottery, though, I'll end this story. I'm literally just going to, since I bartend on the side, I make really good money doing that. If I could just win the lotto, open up my own bar, and you know, do that, I would do it in a heartbeat. And I'll be your shot, girl. In a heartbeat. And, You're and I'll a run old your social to be a shock media. Shock girl! I have to get like eighteen year olds. I think. Is like Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll get Botox, bitch. <laughs> With your money. <laughs> <laughs> With your money. <laughs> and I'll send you the bill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, okay. So we all started off wanting to be something when we were kids, correct? We, well, yeah. And obviously, I mean,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ.
1: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Um, but like, what, like. Obviously, like, your first job is actually never what you actually want to do. Oh, But I would love to know, no. what was your guys' first jobs? Like, okay, first I jobs actually, if it was oh in, like, God. high school, college. Like, what was your first job?
2: Okay. So, my first job. Okay.
1: <laughs> Say okay one more time, please. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I worked. I started working at a deli. When I was, like, 15 or 16 in in high school. And I worked there for years. I worked there on the breaks over college. Really? But that place, I think that place really, like, I was a really shy kid before I worked there. Like, Mm -hmm. I used to get beat red before, like, uh, going up to the class, like, for, like, a presentation. Like, I could not do public speaking. I couldn't talk to people hardly. Yeah. I was extremely reserved. And then once I started working there, I literally had to interact with, like, Every creature that walked in the door from all over Staten Island. And like, <laughs> that's and that's there scary. were some creatures and I would work <laughs> weird shifts. I'd work really late. Some nights, like
1: how I- late,
2: like midnight. <gasps>
1: what? Yeah. And you were 15, 16 working. Till I was midnight? working
2: off the books. There was no loss. What?
1: I'm pretty sure that's very illegal.
2: Oh, it was. 100 is. But 100%. I was working off the books. Like that's just what we did. That's
1: something that happens in Staten Island. You asked me that when you moved here. You're like, are there places that just like hire servers off the books? And I'm like, no, not anymore.
2: Like that's literally all I want to do. I just want to work off the books. Sorry, Cuomo. I mean, <laughs> Cuomo I don't know what to gets tell you, you. The capital region. I don't know what to tell you. Um. Anyway, yeah. That was my first job. It was freaky. I have some weird stories but i mean i could literally go on for hours what's, what's
1: one weird story
2: I, I was actually telling this to someone i'm talking to right now but um one time well they used to have this like shopping cart like outside the store and this mm-hmm. lady used to like order food and like do like lotto and i would basically um the guys would u- usually like deliver her stuff to her like in their cars but I guess one day they were like, oh, Sarah, like, can you just go deliver it to her? And also, like, just use the shopping cart and, like, walk to her house. I was like, oh, okay. So I have oh, this no. lady's shopping cart full of shit. And I'm walking through the streets of Staten Island with a shopping cart. I'm oh <laughs> to God. go deliver it to this lady. I'm 16 years old. Oh like, anything could have happened to me. There was oh literally God. no protection against me whatsoever. And I showed up at this lady's house and... She invited me in. She had a bunch of cats. Oh, my God. And she gave me a good tip. It was like $10 at the time. You I was went like, yeah. You in her house?
1: You were 16 and you just went in a stranger's house? I went in her house. house. Oh, my gosh, Sarah. That is Sarah. scary. Sarah, could you imagine <laughs> your child doing that now?
2: I don't know. But, guys, I ate so many bagels back then. I literally ate a – I would eat a bagel with cream cheese, with scallion cream cheese, and I would think that would be my vegetable for the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I would
2: eat Sour Patch, either peach or watermelon, because that would be my fruit. <laughs> Oh my, my god. god! That was the freaking extent of that. Sounds so. like a
1: very Staten Island life. Yeah,
2: it truly was.
1: It should be it should be like a musical, you know, <laughs> like you in Staten Island pushing your grocery cart, selling like pickles and bagels and stuff like that. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd watch. That's I insane. It sounds like a bootleg version of like West Side Story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! That was such a place, such a time. I
1: have our first job. I think was the same.
0: You're kidding. So, okay, so I. I don't know if we
1: ever worked together, but I think. We did. Yeah. But here's the thing. I I have like (laughs) a
0: background story. I have always been a hustler. Like since the day I was, came out the womb, I have always just wanted to make money and do things. I, when my sister got her first job at Dunkin' Donuts, I cried (gasps) because I couldn't work there. Because I was too young and I wanted to work. I wanted to make my own money like Thu and I wanted to work. So I came up with a proposal that I wrote on a sheet of paper in marker, like in magenta marker. How old, how old were you? Um, I don't even remember. I This might have even been before. I think this one was, was Thu started babysitting. So she was probably 13. I was probably like nine. <laughs> and I like wrote her a, a note and I wrote my parents a note talking like... It was like a, like a laundry kind of menu list of like things I would do, like chores I would do for money. So I would be like, (laughs) if you pay me $20, I'll do the lawn. If you pay me $5, I'll do the dishes every night. And I like, literally, it was like a list and I was like, mom pick off the list of what you want me to do and then you can give me money for it
1: oh my god my mom would be like that's your responsibility Brian and my right? mom would never Literally, pay my mom me was for that like, my
0: mom was like you don't get
2: allowance you just earn your like living here in this yeah. home I was like cool
0: <laughs> I mean it's just like I did anything I could think of I mean the same thing happened in college when my parents it was my freshman year they're like we don't want you to get a job because we want you to focus on school and I freaked out I was like how am I gonna get enough money to go to opens and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How am I gonna pay this five dollar cover? Literally, so I started um, selling Jello shots from my dorm room. Oh my god! I had a friend who was of age who would buy me alcohol, and I would make Jello shots from my bedroom. And like, I think I it was like five for three dollars. And like, I everyone knew, and they would come to my room. I did my guy friend's laundry. I literally like dressed you did a
1: man's laundry in college for money. Four four of them
0: four men four different men i did their laundry in college i would never i would never touch most of them i did not have to fold so that was nice it ranged james was my first client so he had a <laughs> she sounds cheaper like a madam. rate but like there was one <laughs> one of my friends paid me 20 dollars a, a week, load a week Oh, a week so yeah we lo- like a load yeah we
1: probably don't want to say oh i got paid $20 a load no
0: no oh, <laughs> oh. no a week i got paid $20 james like honestly paid me nothing you're rude for that but <laughs> you really I will be sending times. you an it itemized like- invoice the <laughs> highest week. one was 20 the lowest one was like 5 but i was 5 only- dollars did you james use your really own soap for that or something one.
1: did you provide your own soap no stuff?
0: no they would provide it oh jeez and like we didn't have to use quarters downstairs, so it didn't matter. Like I just like That's true. did their laundry, put an hour timer on, would go down, get it for them, drop it off in their room. I made five dollars. Hey yeah, true. And then yeah, so I did that. Five dollars is five dollars. I did a lot. There was something else I used to do, I can't remember, but I had three like really weird jobs. But my first official job was babysitting. Yeah, let's, let's circle back. <laughs> I mean, I've just always been a hustler. Like, I had three jobs, like, as of two years ago, too. Like, I just always yeah. am doing things. Um, but my first official job was either babysitting or teaching kids how to swim, um, which is the job that Brian also did. Gotcha. So I would yeah. teach, like, literal toddlers well, how, we, how like, to, like, kind of met, scoop the talked. water and, like, kick the water and, like, Aww, blow bubbles. Like, so they true. weren't actually swimming. They were, like, I was told it was a great workout doing private lessons was the best because you got to go to the nicest pools at people's houses that were heated salt water in the mid of summer you got super tan you got super jacked because you're holding these kids and like Like treading the water. It was just the best job ever. That's crazy. I would do it again in a heartbeat. (laughs) Really?
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was
0: so fun.
2: Y'all were teaching kids how to swim? I was working at the snack stand at the swim club, dishing out hot dogs and chicken fingers.
1: (laughs) I've always been in food service. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. (laughs) Someone's got to keep America running. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So like, oh
2: keeps that island alive
1: <laughs> <laughs> with, with her, the hot dogs, hot dogs, bagels with scallion and pickles. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I met like we actually never like really interacted when we taught the swim lessons because I was a very shy individual and yeah. we just didn't like know each other. We knew that we went to the same high school, but we didn't like interact. Um, But I got that job because I was swimming at the time. Like I was like yeah. on the swim team, and so my swim team actually owned like ran, like, the clinic that did the swim lessons. So we all mm-hmm. got, like, jobs. And I was, since I was swimming, I always taught, like, the older kids. Lex literally got, like, the baby babies. Like, yeah. the young. Wow. I think it was, like, the youngest was, like, four or three,
0: maybe? No, no, younger.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: I think probably, maybe Two, three. Three, I think, I, was the
1: cutoff, yeah. They
0: were super young. And I will super say, like, young. I And then watched- I had,
1: like, the 15-year-olds. It was great. Yeah.
0: I was never an actual swimmer, so I had to, like, teach the babies instead yeah. of doing the big kids but that job i got because the woman who ran it was uh my <laughs> sunday school teacher when i was in the second grade and my friend my sister was friends with her daughter so i got her number and called her and was like hi my name's alexa i don't know if you know me i was in your second grade class like years ago oh i was God. like 15 at the time i was like Probably, like, you know, 10 years ago, I was in your second grade um, Sunday school class. <laughs> you never have that And she of confidence. was like, yeah, I do know. I, it was, like, by chance. She was like, yeah, I do remember you. But I was like, who does that? It was fun, though. I
1: mean, it was okay. Yeah, fun. we did it, like, I, we did it for, like, two, three hours on Saturdays. It was great when we were in school, you know. Yeah, like it was a,
0: perfect. You never yeah. worked weekdays. Yeah, you oh, never wow. worked weekdays oh, I always worked weekdays. Oh, no, no, we
1: never worked weekdays. Wow. Exclusively um, weekends. But I-
0: so I actually do have a funny story about... Um, teaching swim lessons, uh, funny and also like very traumatizing for a woman like me. So the kids are sitting here, okay, with the their wall. feet in the yeah, and then you're behind them. You're like lifeguarding this exact group. You only really did this for the little kids because they're yeah. the ones that would like fall in. By I don't think accident.
1: there's any phrase for it. I think that yeah, lifeguard
0: lifeguarding. Honestly, it, it was called at the time. But I was doing that, and yeah. I was like in my towel and someone was teaching and the teacher was all the way out with the kid like one of the kids like teaching them whatever and one of the kids that was sitting there fell into the pool and so what you do normally when that happens is you go on your stomach and put, like put your hand in the water and pull them yeah. out cuz yeah. they're they're light they don't go far into the pool and that's like the easiest way to be stable on the yeah. ground and also get them out so I went to go do that, but I had just taught a lesson, so I was like wet. So I stepped to go do that, and I completely <gasps> fall. <laughs> and I not, not only like, fall on the pool deck that's wet, I fall into the water on top of the child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I stand up, like, I'm, like, freaking out. Like, I'm falling, so I know I'm falling on this kid <laughs> who's probably three years old.
1: I, yeah, I believe you not fe- believe you, fe- you fell in the pool, too. On
0: top of the child. Like, I literally <laughs> oh felt his God. body when I um. fell in. And I literally stand up, because, like, I'm, obviously it's, like, three feet. I could, like, touch the bottom. So I stand up, and I'm searching for the kid. I can't find him because I'm on top of him. Finally, I see his arm. I, like, reach in it, and I pull him out. And... <gasps> I put him on the pool deck, and I'm like so frazzled. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what just happened? And I'm like, are you okay? Like, are you fine? Yeah. And the kid's like, oh, I fell in the water. Oh. And I was like, are you? But are you like living? Like, are you okay? Did my fat ass give you a concussion oh when like God. I fell on top of you? Was the parents there? I was like, why don't you go see your mommy? This kid runs to his mother. And he's like, I fell in the pool. And she goes, Oh my god, you did. I didn't even see it. Wipes his face and she goes, Go back. And he comes and sits down. And I'm like traumatized. Yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm like in my head sa- thinking, I'm gonna get fired. Yeah. If this kid had actually drowned, like I would be dead. I would even chill. I be in jail. I, I was freaking out about it. I was like so traumatized about it, freaking out. And this kid was just like completely fine. They were like, Yay, that was fun. <laughs> I almost killed a kid. The resilience of
1: a child. Literally
0: the resilience. It was very scary, um, but the kid could not. It didn't even phase him in the slightest. Yeah. It was honestly one of the most traumatizing moments of my life.
1: I think like honestly, like my first like actual, actual job. um, I, because I was a swimmer, I, I got certified as a lifeguard as soon as possible. And I um, worked as a lifeguard. That was guard. a vibe. I worked as a lifeguard at a country club for, like, I think I worked there from, like, sophomore, like, going into junior year of high school all the way until, like, probably the summer going into my senior year in college. I worked at the same country club every single summer. That's literally And it. have you, if anyone has seen that movie Caddyshack with, like, Bill Murray, yeah. I think, in it. I've never um, seen that. <laughs> it's not as, like crazy as that but it's pretty similar like the grounds crew like the lifeguards the kitchen staff we all kind of band together um, because we're helping serve a bunch of like rich people that um some of us don't really uh, you know some of them look past you like you're not even there um (laughs) makes sense yeah i remember like yeah we just have like fun stories i think
2: of high school musical too
1: it it was kind of similar you to that. You were the Gabriella. Was, I mean, I, shut up. Everyone I was mean, sure no to one pay was there. singing. No one was singing. That was like the thing. So, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, I worked there with a lot of the kids I went to high school with. So, I became mm-hmm. friends with a lot of them. Um, turns out I worked there with someone who we're still I mean, we're still friends with him, I guess. Uh, the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. He used to um sneak us drinks.
2: Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like when we were like after hours or stuff like that, like when we were close to the pool, he what? would like sneak us like a couple drinks.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was very like Caddyshack and like the grounds crew would like hang out. Oh, we love it. We got to be friends with the. One of the, I don't know, I don't think he was the golf pro. He taught most of the lessons to the kids. And the tennis house on the club grounds had an apartment. So he used, and they let him live there for the summer. Oh my God. So we used to to go to like the the tennis house and like literally like throw parties. It was so much fun. I wish I could go back to it. And it was like, yeah, it was really cool. So that was probably like my favorite job. I got yelled at for the dumbest stuff there. One time I got yelled at for playing with someone's kid because the kid was literally being ignored by his mother. So I was like, "Oh, I'll play with you." So I like literally got in the pool when I was on my break and the mom complained to me uh, to the board. And I almost got and I almost got fired. And I almost got fired because I played with her son in the pool on my break because she refused to.
0: That's the most country club thing I've ever I know. I know. I
1: know. That's so Sad. country club. And I mean, I'm sure her name was Karen. I'm just sure of it.
0: At this point, (laughs) if her name isn't Karen, she's a Karen. She's a
1: Karen. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that was like my first job. And then I started bartending and that's where I started making real money. I think my biggest
2: regret in life is not uh, learning how to bartend at some point in my my younger years. I don't don't want to say
1: it's like a hard job, but like I think of it this way. I literally have probably about what, like 20 feet Just on some bars, I think the largest one I've ever worked is like a 30 foot bar um, where there is literally a, a table running all along that 30 feet separating me and the other person. And all I have to do is manage this little space. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I, I, I would never, I hate serving tables. I'm horrible at it. I almost drop a tray every single time I've done
2: it. Oh. I'm
1: really bad mm-hmm. at it. So they just put me behind a barricade. <laughs> and they just are like, Brian, go to town. So And I, and I love it. It's very quick money. Mm-hmm it's great talking to people it's a little weird now because i'm still bartending like during the pandemic we have like a rolling rack for your clothing with like the clear plastic vinyl that you put in your shower curtains separating the seats yeah
2: we have those in the (laughs) salon it's so
1: weird but it's like kind of like normal now i mean but it's very it's very it's very weird now so i used to i used to bartend at a bar in the city i did it like for one summer i did it i think like three or four weekends, and I would, like, take the train down to the city. Are you kidding me? And, bar- and I would bartend in the city. um, And I would then stay at my friend's apartment in New York City and then take the train back home. Wow. And I used to – I think my best weekend I made, like, $1,100. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I made $1,100, but did I save any of that? Nope. Hell no. <laughs> I, think I, I, think I, I think I was, like, 20 at the time. I did it, like, two or three times that summer. So – Mm-hmm. but hey where did it go so I mean what about your jobs now do you miss yours that was such a weird transition <laughs> <laughs> question have any of you guys ever been like fired from a job have you, like wh- when have you been reprimanded I mean I told you guys I almost got fired for playing with someone's kid um, have like what about you Adamo what's what's the biggest amount of trouble slash have you ever been fired I
2: swear to god I have never gotten in trouble at a job before really ever in my life
1: you never I'm, messed up anything. No. Oh, you heard it here. Yeah, no. You heard it here, guys. Adama was perfect.
2: Got, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm just saying I'm amazing. Now, <laughs> I have never. I I was never fired from anything.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I have. I have one. Yeah. Have you quit? I have one. Okay.
2: And this is hardly even anything. But in college, I worked for like campus catering or whatever. Oh yeah. exo? It wasn't Sodexo at Oswego. Oswego, like, had their own little thing going on. Um, But (laughs) I worked for catering. I literally maybe worked one shift. And then the next shift, like, I was on the schedule. Like, I was supposed to go. Once again, just wanted to get fucked up. Didn't show. No call, no show. You automatic fire.
1: Really? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And that was
0: it. I mean, for me, I also have never gotten fired.
1: But you've quit a job before.
0: I I have um it's actually a pretty funny story so you,
1: child, please.
0: kind of along the lines of my hustler self um I worked at Gap for a long time I this is not about Gap um however right after college I was working at Gap and I just started getting really frustrated which I think pretty much anyone who's listening to this podcast can probably relate yeah. after college trying to find a job those chunks. It's so yep. hard. It's so hard. It's so discouraging. Start like
1: literally like middle of senior year. Like, and you probably
0: won't get anything. Yeah. Just honestly. being realistic. Yep. Like try your best but it's really hard and especially yeah. when you're not in a place where there's so many jobs yeah. in your field. Like Albany was a little harder when it came yeah. to marketing and stuff. So I just got really discouraged with everything. So I kind of got freaked out and I went online just to find a part time job and I found that a tanning salon was hiring. So I was like, okay, like I could probably do that in the meantime of find, finding something else. So I applied, I got hired and in my like interview I was just like, hey, I have another part-time job. If you hire me like maybe I can just do mornings here and then afternoons there or vice versa mm-hmm. just so we can get that figured out. And the girl was like, a hundred percent, yes. And then I was like, okay, amazing. And then I started working and I asked her, like, if we could solidify, like, am I doing mornings or nights? And she's like, oh, well, like, we don't really kind of do that. And I was like, okay, but, like, I was hired yeah. it, under that stipulation.
1: Was it the same girl that interviewed you? Yes. No, so it got
0: really awkward because I was like, I obviously want to stay at Gap. Like, I'm more loyal to them. I've been working for my manager for like three, almost two years now, actually. I worked there in general for three. Yeah. And I was like, I'm more loyal to them. I want to stick with them. And I, w- I get really nervous. I don't like disappointing people, especially professionally. Anytime. yeah So I was like, I need a way to get out of this job that doesn't make me seem like a careless asshole, but it makes it so I literally can't come to work tomorrow. So yep. I... How do I quit
1: without <laughs> having to actually say I quit and I don't want to put my two weeks in?
0: <laughs> and so I, in high school and college, was very interested in um, special effects makeup. Have you ever heard the
1: story of No. Oh, oh my god, god yes! yes. I'm so excited. I've heard this story so once. I was I, there when this happened. Yes. I
0: was very into special <gasps> effects makeup. I, for a while in high school wanted to be a special effects makeup artist. But I decided I wanted the traditional college experience. Um, So (laughs) I went to Oswego and blacked out for four years. Um, But anyway, I knew about that. And senior year, it turned out that I had a lot of credits and I didn't need all these credits to graduate. So I took two bum classes. And one of them, I took a stage makeup class. So I still had my kit because I just graduated. So I came up with an elaborate plan. I, I don't know if we could
1: call it a play. I think we should call it, like, a plot.
0: No, like, literally, I was scheming, <laughs> not even on the low, but, like, very much on the high. <laughs> I looked up our cleaning agent and to see if that there have been, like, allergic reactions that are associated with that. And I found that it, it was called, like, lucrosol. And if what? you use it in high concentrations, because you, like, dilute it with water, um, it can be, like, cause allergic reactions. Yeah. So I was like, okay, So for three days, I would come in and I would paint an allergic reaction on my my arms and hands.
1: I can't believe you haven't heard this at all. And I would bring it
0: in my purse so that, like, I went to the bathroom. I could put it back on if it, like, rubbed off with, like, my, um, (laughs) like, the gloves I had to wear. So, and then they had cameras. So it was only ever one person working at a time, but they had cameras, like, looking around. Yeah. So what I did was I would just sit there... And i was the only person there, and I just start scratching. So there was, like, video evidence of me, like, <laughs> reacting and, like, scratching yeah. myself for, like, m- like hours. And I did that for, you like, really three have, days. You
1: really have, like, a storyline going on Oh, with yeah. That, and this yeah. is the
0: thing, like, I hate to, like – show my secrets but like if I'm gonna lie I'm gonna lie to the grave and have like all my bases yeah, covered you're really gonna commit I'm like honestly very like that and I hate to say that because like I don't lie like this a lot but like if I do it's gonna be everything's covered yeah I'm
1: an awful liar you. Everyone knows immediately when I'm lying.
2: I've, I've told some. True. I've told lies at jobs before. I just yeah. haven't gotten fired
0: for them. Or
1: yeah. No, I've never been fired for a lie. I'm just but like I've... awful at lying.
0: But continue Lex. So, I drew on this like <laughs> allergic reaction, and then I left from work. I gave myself about 15 minutes to drive back to my home from work. Then I gave myself about like 30 minutes to be. Listen to a um, machine that my doctor left for me, calling him, or sorry, a voicemail on the machine that my doctor left for me, then calling him to discuss it, about 30 minutes. So Wait, you called minutes. your doctor about this? No, no, I planned out oh. the, timeline. the timeline. So she knew I was getting out at, what, 2 o'clock? Yeah. And then I planned 15 minutes for me to get there, 30 minutes for me to listen to this message and call him and talk to him. So about 45 minutes, and then... Maybe 15, 20 minutes for me to kind of react and think about what I'm saying, like write out a message. So about an hour and 15 minutes later, I texted my manager and I was like, hi, I'm really sorry. I can't work here anymore. I saw my allergist. I'm allergic to our cleaning solution and I've been getting reactions on my arms. And I was like, I like, I'm really sorry. I hate to do this, but like, I can't come in anymore. Like right now I have to worry about like my health and like, it's just driving me insane and she texts me back within like maybe 20 minutes and she goes i'm at the hair salon right now my phone's about to die i'll text you later and i was like dun 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 like i was scared i was like oh my god she's about to rip me a new one i was i was terrified so about like two hours later she texts me back and she goes. First of all, I want to say I am so sorry this is happening to you. I might have sent her a picture of my stuff. Too. You did. You did. You, I you think showed I me did. I could probably find it on my phone. We but
1: have to find it at some point. I,
0: so I, she was like, "I'm so sorry this happened to you. Um, I talked to you know like the district manager, or whatever, and you know we all understand what's going on. Unfortunately, like I need you to put in your two weeks, or else you'll be kicked out of the system and you can never tan here again." <gasps> And I was like, I have to work at, like, my retail job and this job at the same time tomorrow. Like, I cannot do that. Yeah, no. So I told her, I was like, I'm really sorry. That's just not going to be possible to me. Like, I'm, like, really getting stressed out about it. I just need to cut ties. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take the loss. And she was like, it's okay. Like, can you just come in tomorrow and just do tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, fine. I was like. Obviously, me, I'm a people pleaser. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I was like, okay, but I need to be prepared because someone will come in after me. So I put on my stuff. I go to work. And about, like, 30 minutes in, one of the guys who, like, trained me, he came in in tans. And then, like, my district manager came in and tan and they all just like happened to be at the salon randomly so it was like some guy who worked there the district manager the manager there and the tech guy who would come work on the machines we're all there at the same time and they were all like oh they like saw my arms they're like oh my god sweetie like it is OK. Like, it is fine. You're fine. We understand. Don't worry about it. It's insane. And I was like, OK, like, you know, I want to say, like, thanks. Like, it was good knowing you guys. Like, I hope all ends well with all of you. Because I'm not going to see them again. Right. I wasn't that close. I worked there for maybe a month. Yeah. Also, And like, on top of that, like, I can never tan there again. Yeah. So, like, I'm never going to see y'all. Yeah. So I leave the place and, like, go on my merry way, working at Gap. And about like a week later, my manager texts me and I'm like, holy fuck, what is she gonna say? And she goes, Hi, Alexa. First of all, I really hope that you're doing better. You know, we are really like, you know, feeling for your situation. I talked to, you know, the higher ups and whatever. And they said, due to your circumstances, they're gonna waive the tanning restrictions.
1: Thank God. So,
0: you know, <laughs> if it, when you feel comfortable, if you do wanna tan with us again, you are welcome to do so.
1: Tan, tan.
0: And I was like, oh, yeah, like, thank you so much. Like, that is really sweet of you. Like, you really did not have to go out of your way. Yeah. Oh like, she God. really so went out of her way for this. I completely well, because, played them. Well,
1: because they have an employee that's having an allergic reaction. Alexa they don't could, want
0: me to sue them. Yeah. That that's it. That's
1: why they were like, yeah, sure, honey, go ahead, you know, yep. whatever. So, you were just trying to get out of the job. They thought they were going to get sued for millions. And you're like, no, I just don't want to put my two weeks in. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. <laughs> I played the... Hell out of that. Wow. And like, to be honest, like, it, it was a funny moment. And like, I just feel bad sometimes because I really did play with their heartstrings and think yeah. they had a lawsuit on the way. But like, Whatever I got out of it, yeah. I worked at Gap for another like a year and a half. Like, did you ever tan again? Not there. I, I feel bad. Like yeah, I, I they did like give me the right to tan there again, the but, right. Like, I also Your constitutional
2: right. I, di- I also don't yeah. deserve it.
0: So like I feel bad. I haven't gone back. Maybe I'll go again, but at this point I have not done so. Yeah. yeah. No. Also, I think you're better off not tanning. I mean, I, I, I do, don't know what you used
2: to, used to get like, spray tan I used, I used regular... to
1: do UV a lot, but I pretty much solely do like spray tan. At this point we've I've done I did home tanner for a minute over the summer and that that was Cheeto. Cheeto, cheeto, cheeto. We still have a ton of home tanner that we gotta use. I literally
2: I had one bad
0: spray tan experience. I've never had a
1: bad spray tan experience.
0: I will never go back. I mean, your face. You're very pale though.
1: Like you're a lot. Your
0: half of your face was like messed up. I looked like I looked like the Phantom of the Opera. We can find the picture. (laughs) Or what about that photo
1: on your Instagram of you with like the bathing suit and all the burn marks? That's still my favorite one.
0: Oh, that like, was just a bad sunburn. Yeah,
1: no, that one was funny. No, there's
0: one from college that they used to have at this one tanning place, they used to have, like, dollar Fridays or something. Yeah. You could get a spray for a dollar. Yeah. Or you could get, like, I don't know, like 10 minutes in the UV for a dollar. And so all the sorority girls would, like, walk in with their Uggs and be like, I'm getting a spray today. Yeah. And, like, that's what we would do. <laughs> yeah. And there was one, yes. I remember, we went to a mixer at the specific frat, and you and got it and it got messed up and like that photo lives in infamy in my like rent free in <laughs> my mind it literally is so atrocious if yeah. i had instagram right now i would try to find it but yeah. i definitely could find it later on Ooh, <laughs> maybe we will post it the just, the just to give you some
1: give ourselves a throwback yes i mean a i um, throwback. I've never been fired from a job i i thought at one point i was going to get fired from a job that i had in college and I preemptively thought they were. I probably nothing was going to happen, but I like messed up like the till one time by like ten dollars, and oh, like 10? yeah, that's not bad. What I know, but like I was like, so I did that, and um, they like talked to me about it like three times, and I thought that that was excessive.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I that's was a like, little much. I was
1: like, what's going on? And so basically, I thought that they were going to fire me. So I literally called into my shift two minutes before and I was like, it was like during the summer and I had just started bartending. I had probably been bartending for two months and I was like, oh, I'm just doing this as like a like, you know, side job at this point to like bartending because I'm making all my money there. Mm -hmm. And I literally did what you did, except I wasn't nice. I was literally just like, hey, um, I got offered a job to nanny for a family and in Cape Cod and they're paying ridiculous amounts of money. Um, so I'm not showing up and have a good day.
0: But you didn't actually, right? Or Oh, did? I didn't have
1: a nannying job. I was bartending, but oh, I was just yeah. like, well, I sorry. just basically <laughs> needed a job to get me out of the state. That's yeah. pretty much what I was You're like, for,
0: oh my God, my dad got stationed in Florida. No, I'm moving I, uh, again. All I, all
1: I said, I said, I don't care what you say, I'm going. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, like- I, and I did. And I went, and my boss, she really didn't put up a fight. She, I think she literally texted me back. She was like, okay, um... I really wish you did it a different way, but fine. And I was just like, okay.
0: I feel like when you're young, like that that's acceptable. Not acceptable, but like expected in a way. I mean everyone does it. Everyone's irresponsible. Everyone does it once, I
1: feel, you know. I will say I
0: did get counter
2: offered really nicely on both of the jobs, my real jobs that I left.
1: Oh really? Yeah,
2: both of the both of my jobs.
1: Why didn't you stay? Well because I
2: wanted to be a flight attendant. Well, the first one I was just overworking for a startup. I was like, holy hell. This shit is so unstructured, like, yeah. cannot possibly do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, you're basically, there's literally no structure to a startup. Like, you really have to have your heart in it, and I don't yeah. know mine was. I was fresh out of college, there was no. What was it You're a like, oh, I'm in? sorry, I don't have a heart.
0: I was <laughs> like, no, it doesn't exist. Um, it was a tech startup. All right, guys. So I think that's it for today. I what think. do you guys think? I had yeah. fun.
1: I had fun going back in time, like all my old jobs that I used to have. Reminiscing. I we know. love
0: a nostalgic <laughs> moment.
1: Yeah, I thought I had some crazy jobs, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't make that much of a fool of myself. This yeah, I no, so. Um. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Um. This is just the start. We are so excited to do this. Um. And we have a lot of ideas. You yeah, know? I think
1: like one of the things that we were thinking about. Um, was doing like a drink of the week since we are trying to make this yep. seem like we're yes. at a cocktail with each other we were thinking about posting the drink of the week beforehand so that you guys can make it with us um i'm a bartender by trade but i also love to try what anyone else is drinking so if you guys have really cool drinks that you want to send us we are more than willing to try we have a couple ideas that we're hoping to roll out soon so just you know just stay tuned
2: uh, going off of that, Brian, um, as you guys know, we are a brand new podcast, so we don't have our ideas planned out necessarily for every week yet. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear 100%. what topics you guys want to hear us, the only friends, talk about. Um, and so, if you do have any ideas, you can hit us up on Instagram at Only friends, the Podcast.
0: Hell yeah, baby! Hell yeah! Hit us up, like, follow, subscribe. All that shameless (laughs) plug that we got to say, you know the drill. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week at our happy hour.
1: Bye, guys. Have a great week. Cheers! Cheers.